much appreciated appreciate fan you being here on time i know i'm gonna give this a few more minutes before we get this kicked off um this will be a really exciting twitter space we got a lot of stuff happening this week um a lot of new things being launched a lot of new things being uh actually like events kicking off got new pools to be expected to be launched today uh or not today sorry this week um and just some overall general bullish news on development of Shade Protocol and, and our private DeFi ecosystem. So this is going to be a really fun Twitter space. We'll give this another minute or so to allow people to come in here um, before we kick this off. Appreciate everyone being on time. Um, I guess while we're waiting for more people to more people to come in, Carter, has there been anything that's happened this week that that has you particularly excited about the space, whether it be you know private DeFi specifically or just like crypto blockchain industry in general anything that's uh got you excited this week well man i've i've been pretty heads down this week so um mostly just shade shade development stuff um can't say i've been super focused on anything else hey that's how you know you're hella dedicated <laughs> to what you're doing it's like i don't know what is going on around around me i just know oh. what we're I, I suppose like the atom inflation things a really interesting discussion I'm tracking. That's about the only like external event I've invested any time into studying. So that I think that one's I think that one's really interesting just because atom liquidity is such a large part of the cosmos ecosystem, at least for Shape Protocol. We have somewhere between three to four million dollars worth of actually probably three to like $5 million worth of liquidity plus collateral on shade land. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's an, it's an apex asset. So seeing those conversations develop and whatever changes go through really impact everyone in Cosmos DeFi because it's a monetary policy change to the most native liquid asset in Cosmos. So that's interesting to see how that will play out. Yeah. I've seen some really great memes about it where, where people are basically saying like the only time people talk about Adam is when there's a new gov prop up. Cause that's when the drama kicks back off. Um, but you know, it keeps, keeps the ecosystem relevant, you know, do what you got to do to keep people talking about you. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens if you don't necessarily have native products. If, if your moneyness is the product, then Changes to monetary policy as well as treasury spends are about all that's kind of left for the community to directly engage with on a regular basis. So it's definitely a, an interesting problem not having like a, a, a direct product line. They, they, they empower a lot of people through security and through liquidity, but it, it leaves us chasing gov props as the most kind of interesting thing in the hub to engage with besides the asset. Well, at least with the with the way Twitter's algorithm works, you know, it it's getting eyes on Adam and getting eyes on the hub, 
but uh, not sure if it's like in the most uh, constructive way that we could uh, that we could do it. But um, yeah, so uh, we're five past now. I think we can go ahead and get this started off. Appreciate everyone being here today. Want to welcome you all to another installment of our weekly Shade Twitter Spaces. Today we're going to be talking about recent grant progress updates, giving a little bit more information on our upcoming uh, money market product that um, is going to be launching hopefully at the end of Q4. We're going to be talking a little bit about our upcoming Perps Hackathon, which actually kicks off tomorrow, uh, which is fucking incredibly exciting. And then we're also going to be talking about um, our recent open sourcing of Shade.js, which is an open source SDK for interacting with the Shade uh, smart contracts. And then at the end, we're gonna we'll we'll touch on some upcoming LPs that we're gonna be launching on Shade Swap, and we can uh, potentially talk about some of the a few of the protocol and liquidity deals we've done in the in the recent past, and and some we're working on um, right now. So I think we could kick this off with talking about Shade JS because I think that's gonna be a great segue into talking about our upcoming grant products and and. and upcoming integrations that we're currently working with um other protocols with um so carter do you want to do you want to you want to give just like a quick brief overview of what shade js is sure so essentially as a developer if you want to build a front end that interacts with secret network smart contracts or shade protocol smart contracts to date there's a lot of a lot of friction there you have to kind of figure out the body of the messages tied to these smart contracts. Um, your framework, like the, the framework that you use to have multiple different contract interactions can get very, very complicated because these, these smart contracts are complex and having to piece together how to talk to those smart contracts with the front end is, is very complex. And so, you know, Austin and Carlos, two of the Shape Protocol front end developers, they've been you know, building for two going on three years uh, on top of Seeker Network. And one of the interesting parts of privacy is that additional friction forces you to modularize things and think very abstractly out of the gates with your architecture. And so, you know, this is that, that kind of privacy friction is what led us to that multi-wallet, really generalized framework that's empowered us to have the first native MetaMask, like integration in Cosmos. Um, in terms of a non-EVM chain. And in, this, in, in that same way, this TypeScript framework with Shade.js is something that's also extremely generalized that kind of comes on the back of that privacy friction. And so the net result is an open source library that developers on Secret are going to massively benefit from. Instead of having to spend, you know, five to 10 hours to figure out how to build a front end that talks to Shade Protocol and Secret Network contracts, we're, we're cutting that time down to probably somewhere between like half an hour to two hours. So it's, it's, it's hugely, hugely beneficial. It's, it's a quality of life change that cannot be understated. And this means people can build really interesting dashboards on top of Shape Protocol and start building out aggregators on top of Shape Protocol too. So there's just, the doors really open up here and uh, very excited. I think we had our first community member open up a PR in the open source library uh today so the the open source game begins damn those secret network folks move quick that's uh that that's very i know we were talking to a few uh few developers in secret network that are interested in adding um swap functionality to their dashboards like i know uh secret network dashboard 
is very keen on adding swap functionality to the dashboard and they <clears throat> the developers who maintain that and and the the actual product have been incredibly helpful for shade protocol as we continue to grow you know they support um they provide redundant uh services for everything that shade pretty much does outside of our core d apps like all your supporting utilities and and functionalities that a general crypto user DeFi user would need um so it's cool to be able to see that grow and then you know the likes of a few of our integration partners that that life cycle of integration hopefully is going to be much much smoother and much quicker uh, less painful for users or for developers who are not familiar with you know, secret network smart contracts. Hopefully this makes that integration process much, much easier. And I think this is just going to be beneficial for for all teams that are looking to leverage the the community and functionality that Shade provides. Because um, private DeFi is not easy. <laughs> there, there's a reason that <laughs> there's only, uh, well, we'll just say there, there's only one big ecosystem in secret network that's building private DeFi right now. It, it's not, it's not easy. One one thing I'll add to is now the the stable swap math officially is like fully open source in the sense that this front end framework and library totally exposes all of the math. So um, this was really important because of the the you know shade swap has this complex multiple complex trading curves, and so how to formulate trades across a route was very very complicated for people to intuit. So the open source library. And it gives all that information. And I think what I'm most excited about from ShadeJS is Finna as a partner is completely un, unblocked now. This, this library will allow them to seamlessly handle silk conversions to USDC to that full merchant pipeline. Um, there was friction in terms of like getting them easily integrated into the app, but ShadeJS, like, we woke up this morning after we linked the library to them and they were just like, this is amazing. This is everything we need. So um, I think Finna and its potential with the in-app card is going to, that timeline's massively accelerated with the release of this library. Yeah, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Carter, but currently we have, uh, like we have our current applications uh, within that ShadeJS library. But once we launch these new products, whether it be the money market, perps, um, any other expansions of our DApp suite, those will be added to that ShadeJS library as well. So people can build more composable products with with any of the new applications in our suite, correct? Yeah, 100%. You know, this is, this is the stuff our developers use. So as the product suite gets expanded, before we can ever go live with a new product, there'll have to be new stuff added to ShadeJS, which will immediately be exposed to everyone, which means everyone gets the utility and the ease of access using the same framework that the core team is grinding away on hour after hour after hour. So um, cannot wait to see how the community is going to use this tooling. And we're actually going to do uh, a Shade.js hackathon, I'm thinking in December or January, where you pretty much go to the community and say, hey, here's all your tools. There's like lots of different ways people can use these tools. Let's see who can make the most interesting things. Yeah, when I think about this, I'm just thinking about like, there's been a bunch of really cool new applications um, uh, or or maybe not the the launching of new applications, but like the unveiling of new application designs that are showing, you know, the, the composability of different spot uh, spot and leverage markets to be able to create these really interesting DeFi positions. And I'm 
I'm personally super pumped to see what uh, what people's imagination kind of comes up with. Um, we have Austin here, so maybe maybe we pull Austin up and he can give maybe a little five minute rundown of the story of ShadeJS as as the the person who spearheaded it. Give, give him um, the moment of glory. Welcome, welcome, Austin. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cool. I just hopped on. I missed the first 15 minutes of the space, so I, I don't know what you guys have been talking about, but I heard ShadeJS and just figured I'd yes. be available. If anybody has any questions about it, I'm really excited about, about this uh, library and think it's going to help people very easily understand how uh, Shade works and allow them to, to integrate with us and build really cool tooling on top of uh, what we've what we've started. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, we were we were bragging about ShadeJS, mostly from like a high level standpoint tied to analytics and making it easier for front ends to talk to Shade Protocol smart contracts, things like Finna potentially getting unblocked. But maybe Austin, you want to walk us through because I always find this the most interesting part is like, what's the problem? And what what was the journey of like grinding through that problem and, and like arriving, you know, arriving to Shade JS as a as a as a solution? Let's just walk us through the story of the journey with it because it's been many 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 months in the making, to my understanding. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the core problem is is interacting with smart contracts can be uh, pretty difficult at times. Um, you have to. You know, find the various repos. Um, you have to, you know, know how these complex interfaces are working, and um, it's not always in a way that uh, developers can come in and quickly interact with it. Um, so, we wanted to create some uh, standard formats, a way around um, how we query data and the way that we. Uh, parse responses from contracts. So, you know, you take a, a confusing nested objects with a uh, pretty confusing data type. And, you know, we, we pull that data out, parse it into a super easy to consume um, response and doing things like converting from snake case into camel case, which if you're at some developer speak there, but just putting it in a nice format that's easy to read and understand. Um, and then, you know, secondly, we've in the process of building out this complex app, we've um, realized that uh, querying the chain can be really inefficient. It can create a lot of uh, strain on the infrastructure that, that supports it. And uh, one of our uh, developers came up with a, a smart contract called a query router, and that allows you to query multiple smart contracts with multiple different messages and do that in a single uh, HTTP request to the node, which is great. So you're not just you know repeatedly spamming the node to collect a lot of data on multiple smart contracts. So you can combine it into uh, a single request. Uh, so we built that into ShadeJS to allow users to, to be able to query all of our pools uh, in a single request, which is uh, better for the node. And it's also just a lot faster and more efficient in, in the way that we collect data. That's going to be a very standard part of, of how we're querying smart contracts. 
And uh, lastly, I think a, very, a really important piece uh, of this is the documentation. And we spent a lot of time building out some really good docs so that people can come in and really understand what's going on, the different functions that are available, how they're all working together to collect uh, data and generate messages to interact uh, with Swap. And the last thing I'll say is, you know, this first release is focused around Shade Swap integration specifically. It's not even full integration because there's other messages like uh, liquidity providing and um, some things around staking and user data that aren't in there yet. But this is really just the beginning. We're going to be building out this library for all of Shade Protocol, um, all the various primitives. So you'll be able to do everything you need for swap or lending or staking derivatives or the upcoming things like money market and um, liquidity order book. So uh, this is going to be a, a living, breathing thing uh, that we're going to be improving and adding to over time. Um, and yeah, I'm just really excited about the future and, and what that's going to look like for this library. Damn, Austin, I'm not a developer, but you just made me excited for all the developers who are looking to try, you know, try their hand at integrating, uh, you know, or integrating with and being able to interact with our secret smart contracts. And, and that, that last piece, what you said, talking about all these new products that are going to be onboarded into our DApp suite, I think that's a really good segue into, um, you know, one of the other topics that we wanted to talk about, um, which is uh, one of our grant products we currently have four actually now that uh prop 280 passed and um on uh for anyone who's not aware uh secret network proposal 280 uh was to fund uh partially fund dowdow's cross deployment of their governance contracts onto secret network with the help of um, an additional third party to help build out the the privacy preserving features um you know incorporating snip 20s <clears throat> But uh, we currently have four grant projects going on, and I think one of the ones that's closest to the finish line right now it's going to be a it's going to be a race between I think FINA and uh, and this other grant project. But specifically, the money market things are really really starting to heat up. This team is moving super quick and deliberate. Uh, I, I believe we're currently working on final refactoring for smart contracts, and we've uh, begun working on front end development. Um, working on also improving the, the privacy positioning and privacy preservation for all users, uh, you know, borrowers, lenders, liquidators, um, you know, for anyone kind of wondering, you know, like do, do, do all the applications that are built on secret network come with like this hundred percent pure privacy position where no, no data is leaked. Um, the answer is, primarily, but, but not 100%, there are still things that developers can do to, to better protect their user data, um, just the way we architect some things. And so we're currently working on improving some of that. Um, you know, with how, with how some of the other things we're kind of thinking about is like how similar the functionality of, of Lend, well, yeah, similar functionality for Lend and the money market are going to be, um, you know, we're working on making sure that all these opportunities for individuals are displayed intuitively and we're providing, providing proper analytics uh, for all these open markets. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm jumping the gun here, but I imagine we'll be able to start sharing some actual screenshots of what the UI is going to look like maybe in a, in a week or two. I mean, 
hell, th- this is just me. I'm already jittering with excitement just looking at our low res mockups. Uh, Carter, I know you spent a lot of time working on those low res mockups, but it, dude, I'm so freaking excited for this. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was many iterations. I, I think I've probably spent oh man, pro- probably somewhere between probably between thirty to forty hours at this point on the mockups. But I, I think where they ended up landing is is very very strong it went through four different iterations and part of the iterations were tied to us continuing to grow our understanding of how the money market functions compared to other money markets um but where it's landed is a super powerful powerful kind of single page um experience where you have all your different markets um and I, I, I guess if I could describe it, we've essentially combined the best of Mars UI UX with the best of Umi with the best of Ave. So definitely drew inspiration from all three. Um, and I think the net result is something that's going to be truly beautiful and truly intuitive. And, and the beauty of money markets is, you know, like liquidity providing is, is very harsh. It's a, it's a harsh business to be a market maker. And a lot of people have lost a lot of money because of the complexities of concentrated liquidity uh, and the complexities of even like a simple um, constant product market making pool, right? So I think the reason why crypto lending products are so powerful is they're, they're probably the simplest way to earn yield without subjecting yourself to like an insane amount of volatility. So the fact that a user will be able to come to the platform and privately lend out their Bitcoin, lend out their secret, lend out their silk, um, it's such a simple user story, and I, and I think it's going to open the doors for those users that are intimidated by liquidity providing, um, but would be very excited to you know, still earn yields in an interesting and private way. Um, and it's really interesting, too, because this money market has the ability to create multiple isolated markets. So you can essentially create a market where, hey, you can borrow... USDC, Bitcoin, and ETH, and then you're only allowed to borrow uh, ETH uh, from this pool. So like, how, how do I explain this? Essentially, right now, a lot of the money markets are like everything to everything, which means the, the liquidations end up exposing you as a lender to a bunch of assets that may or may not be quality, right? So if, if um, I'm like... If I'm lending out, you know, Dogecoin, but let's say it's Dogecoin with like no liquidity and that was added to a money market as a lender, if, if someone gets liquidated there, I'm, I'm exposed to that, to that asset if you're doing the everything to everything model. So with an isolated money market, you're going to be able to see like, hey, the only liquidation assets that I'm dealing with are really high quality assets. Like this, this market's only Bitcoin, ETH and USDC. And I don't need to worry about a fourth, a fifth, or a sixth asset uh, in that list of borrow- borrowable and supplyable assets. So it's much more isolated risks. It's much more curated markets. And no one in Cosmos has kind of done this type of isolated market yet. Um, and I think it's going to be open up the doors for a lot of power users. Yeah, I was going to say the the flexibility that uh, that we'll be able to have with um, kind of how these markets are shaped, whether they're blended or isolated, is going to be really cool. And you know, I, I, I'm just making a prediction. It's my own prediction. 
So I totally could be wrong and recognize that possibility. But I think our, I personally think our money market is going to have the most intuitive interface. And then you add on, um, you know, the ability to have these uh, protected liquidation points, these um, that are private only known to you on top of this intuitive interface, you know, you're not only able to attract, you know, your average everyday uh, individuals who want to be able to earn like single-sided yield on an asset, but you're also going to attract, you know, larger capital individuals who maybe more easily recognize the value of, you know, this privacy preservation for their, for their lending and borrowing positions. So, you know, I'm, I'm super pumped. We've got some really great money markets already available within the cosmos. Uh, Carter, you already mentioned some, you know, UMI, Ghost, Mars, um, and they've done an incredible job providing a service for users um, uh, to date. But we're really excited to be able to provide a, a highly differentiated product that is extremely easy to use and, and is powerful uh, without needing to add all this extra complexity, like jumping through all these hoops to be able to actually preserve the privacy of your position. So we're super excited uh, to be able to add another leverage product to, be, to our product suite. Um, currently, the first leverage product we really have is Shade Lend, um, which is effectively the, the primary issuer and stability mechanism for Silk. But adding this extra product adds another, adds other leverage opportunities um, to the suite, makes uh, makes the DeFi opportunities possible within private DeFi a bit more composable. Um, you know, you can do more complex things, and so this is naturally going to attract, uh, you know, uh, another group of individuals looking to try and do more with their assets. So it's going to be a really really fun time. And I, I think it's a a, a turning point for for leverage products like the the era of people on twitter you know saying oh look at this this person's position <laughs> like oh look at this person they're negative five million pnl on a perps product or hey this person needs to add more collateral or they're going to get liquidated like you know on one hand the total transparency is very interesting but on the other hand it's also you know it doesn't protect individuals right to privacy and metadata and their own financial decisions. So being able to empower people to, you know, do what they want with their finances privately away from the entire entirety of the public eye, I think is something that is going to be sneaky, sneaky, valuable and important. And once users get used to that protection, why would you ever go back to the transparent panopticon that is transparent DeFi, right? Um, the primary answer would be liquidity, right? But once liquidity starts to grow on Shape Protocol and we reach that tipping point and assume that the UI UX continues to improve, why would you ever go back to a product that has less protections for you? And that's been our thesis that we've chased for years at this point. Um, and people along the way have said it's not worth it. They've said that privacy alone isn't, isn't enough and they're right. You have to compete on all fronts. You can't just have privacy be your only differentiator. You need best-in-class UI UX. You need products that even if they existed within a transparent environment would still be innovative. Uh, and we've done that. We've done that every step of the way. And I can't wait to get the money market out to the world. I, personally, the use case I'm most excited about is people passively earning yield on the money market, converting it into silk, um, and then loading up their Finna debit cards with Silk and then being able to use it in their everyday lives. To have a seamless, entirely in-app yield converted to everyday purchases 
I think is going to absolutely uh, uncap Silk's growth potential. Uh, I think a lot of stable coins get stuck in the, oh, like what's, how is the stable coin useful? Well, I can use it to chase more yield. And it's like, well, like that's, that's kind of failed to provide a really interesting merchant and payments use case. And so you can expect with the money market and with Finna, I think payments are going to play a larger and larger role in, in the, the future for Silk. Yeah, just talking about, you know, why why would you ever go back? I think um I think sometimes like I I've personally done this where, you know, ShadeSwap is my primary trading venue if I'm looking to trade assets that aren't on ShadeSwap. Obviously, I got to go somewhere else. But just that <laughs> introspection and reflection going to another chain is like, what the? Like this feels so wrong that uh not not saying that what people are building out there is, is not beneficial for individuals and it's not providing value to the ecosystem as a whole but like once you get used to this privacy preservation when you go back out into the in quotes public it does feel weird at least to me it feels like i'm a little naked uh just out there with my contract interactions just available for everyone to see um and what you're talking about like I know I probably wasn't the only one thinking it. I know I don't think I said it out loud, but like whenever you had the the really big uh, Osmo loan on Umi and people were tracking this individual's trade, it's like, dude, pay down your freaking loan or you know, like top up your collateral, whatever, whatever. That would not be possible on uh, on on our money market, and it just makes me think like, what sort of value that provides uh for individuals you know being able to i I don't know the full story of of that like i don't know if that individual was doxxed uh or or eventually identified by by other people but like this is part of the the private the value of privacy preservation within these leverage markets where like your trades your positions are your own to have there's no reason to share it unless you want to well here's an example like if you have a house like a, a mortgage on a house like your neighbors don't know how close you are to going bankrupt or they don't know that you're not making your payments. Like these are normal financial privacy from the rest of the world. And and there's there's hundreds of examples of that type of situation. And so the fact that crypto Twitter is celebrating like, ah, we can, we figured out which debit is, we, we can shame them, we can this and that. It's like, guys, that is like, that is so far off base compared to the protections that every individual deserves when they're traversing decentralized finance. Like that's a dystopia because that same public persecution that exists in that scenario could also be done by a government. Could also be done by one hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's the dots that people need to connect. Like it, this, the this is peanuts. The, the total transparent DeFi, the the stakes of that are peanuts compared to when governments um, or institutions start leveraging the fact that everything you've ever done is just sitting out there for them to to criticize and leverage. So um, privacy is fair, privacy is equitable, and as we've always said, privacy is the key to unlocking the full value of a decentralized future. Yeah, if, if some random dudes on on crypto Twitter can find your position, I'm pretty sure uh, some more seasoned, experienced individuals with some with some real uh, intention can find it as well. But specifically talking about value proposition of privacy, um, 
and, and leverage products, let's just shift a little bit to talking about this upcoming uh, event that we're actually kicking off tomorrow, which is the uh, Perpetual Swap Hackathon. Um, this is a, an event that is co-sponsored or is sponsored by Shade Protocol and Secret Labs. Uh, both of us are going to be providing rewards for actual hackathon participants, and then both uh, both teams are going to be providing grants um, to to winning submissions in this hackathon. Um, we're going to be kicking it off with a keynote speech. Well, it almost feels too formal saying it this way, right? We're we're uh, we're going to be kicking off the hackathon with basically like an introductory discussion, explaining why this opportunity is so important. And currently, we have uh, this morning, actually, right before we hopped on this Twitter space. I think we're at forty three, and I've gotten four new Whoa. emails since uh, <laughs> since we started That's this in thirty minutes. So we're at forty seven signups right now for the Perps Hackathon, which is. Incredibly encouraging. That that's awesome. Forty-seven. Um, yes, sir. Forty-seven Cosmos of developers in Cosmos. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, Holy. I can maybe name like ten off the top of my like off the top of my head, but that that's awesome that we're seeing such interest in building this product. And I don't know if it's the you know the financial uh, reward, whether it's the opportunity um, to build something that you know, is an incredible revenue generator that also protects people. Like you don't have to give up these, um, these properties, these rights that are intrinsic to you as a human, as a user, um, in order to be able to take advantage of these financial opportunities. I can't say right now why people are interested in this, but it's been incredibly encouraging to see, you know, this continued uptick and in individuals looking to learn and build alongside uh seasoned developers to to try and bring bring this product to life uh, if, I, if i had to take a guess i do think no one ever has built private perps so that's that's a world's first i always think like world's firsts are super interesting so between the novelty of private perpetual swaps plus the price pool plus just the amazing branding of the announcement infographics no i'm just kidding um yeah, it'll it's it's going to be so fun to work with that many folks. Yeah, and just to, I'll give a just very quick background for anyone who isn't uh, familiar with perpetual swaps. Um, perpetual swaps are a type of derivative contract, uh, very similar to futures, um, except that they have no expiry date. Uh, used in trading that enables people to speculate in a leveraged fashion on the future price of an asset without actually owning it. Um, so just like with uh, traditional derivative markets, you know, and um, like with stocks, crypto derivatives market volume, uh, specifically perpetual and, and futures, drastically exceed spot market volume as a result of these leveraged positions. And as a result, um, these perpetual swap exchanges generate an increasingly large amount of revenue from fees um, and kind of cement them as some of the most profitable decentralized uh, financial products we kind of see uh, to date. There's other, there's definitely other products that <clears throat> uh, generate a significant amount of revenue, um, but perpetual swaps or I guess the high leverage products as a class of products are definitely up there, if not tied with uh, most profitable types of uh, DeFi products. And as a result of these high leverage uh, trades that people are making, you know, upwards of, you can look at Levana or some of the other <clears throat> decentralized perpetual swaps available in the cosmos right now. 
you know, upwards of 30, 50 X leverage. Um, as a result of that high leverage and the impact they have on spot markets, uh, liquidation points of traders are constantly being tracked on public blockchains. Um, and this public data can be leveraged by programmatic actors to extract value from traders uh, through market manipulation, um, attempting to cause cascading liquidations. Um, however, with secret smart contracts, liquidation points of these traders would be completely private, only known to them. So um, th this data privacy that secret network uh, smart contracts provides uh, for its interactions allows users to take these you know, high leverage positions in a really secure and permissionless way uh, that prevents value extraction. Um, it, it's going to be, Carter, I don't know if you have anything uh, specifically to talk about with, uh, you know, the, the value of that privacy preservation in high leverage trading positions relative to spot markets. Um, I, would, I would just say like the, the higher the leverage, the more valuable privacy is, right? Because if I'm in a, let's say I'm in a 30X leverage position and I'm one cent away from liquidation, um, like the what is at stake, put pushing things over the edge, pushing them, you know, in the opposite direction of the bet that I've placed. There's so much more value on the line, you know, if, compared to a low leverage product. So I actually think privacy is going to shine with those power users the most with perpetual swaps. Still extremely valuable for the money market and for the minting of silk, but the stakes get a lot higher because there's just a lot more on the line in a condensed time frame. Um, separate from protecting that value, it's important to talk about too, like why, why is leverage important? Um, ultimately, leverage allows people to financially express themselves and be able to potentially hedge against a certain outcome. Um, so crypto gets like very focused on, oh, I just want to, you know, long and short an asset. But one day there's going to be, you know, commodities represented on chain uh, and people can actually start businesses eventually will start using on-chain leverage products to hedge against real-world events. Like, I, I do believe that paradigm will come in the next... I mean, that one's going to take longer to play out. That's easy, like a five to 10 years down the line. But it's just important to remember that leverage right now is very degen. It's about speculation. But over the long haul, they become important uh, tied to Forex currency markets and businesses hedging their risk. Uh, and so decentralized finance is in its building block phase. Um, but I'm very excited for perps once it gets tied more to currencies and commodities and adding in the privacy into the size of those markets, hugely powerful. And the permissionless nature, right? The, the fact that people will be able to, anyone in the world with the internet connection can get access to a private leverage market. I mean, holy smokes, that's a world's first. That's never been done. And we're going to be able to bring that to the market in this next, you know, three to seven months, some sometime in that time frame, depending on how fast and successful the, the hackathon is. What a powerful opportunity. And um, also without geogating. <laughs> Sorry, what? Yep, we're building unstoppable finance, you know, accessibility for finance for financial opportunity for all individuals. Um, and I don't want to give away, you know, everything we're going to be talking about tomorrow with this introductory, uh, you know, discussion we have with all our hackathon participants. But like how important the addition of, you know, these leverage products are to the sustainability of a DeFi ecosystem. Right. This, you know, we don't have to go into the full conversation now for anyone who's interested. Highly suggest you check out um, 
uh, our introductory call tomorrow for the hackathon talking about closing the loop and sustainability in DeFi. Um, but, you know, being able to combine the, the revenue generation potential and the, um, you know, the utility for these leverage markets with some of our spot markets and other products, you know, this begins creating a uh, sustainable loop. Sorry, my dog is about to start barking. And, and it's, it's also going to be interesting, too, because you'll be able to provide silk as liquidity to the perpetual swap market. So how many it, it's very rare that you have a DeFi ecosystem where it's like the value accrual is so it, it's so combined. It's so it's so aggregated. Um, and so I think as a user, personally, I'm super excited to lock up something like ETH privately, mint out silk, um, and then use that silk to liquidity provide on the perps, on the perpetual swaps, and passively earn yield from people trading across and, and leveraging my, my liquidity. I think that's going to be such a powerful feature. Completely agree. Well, I know we've got... Uh... About 40 minutes in, I do want to briefly touch on uh, some of the new upcoming LPs that we're going to be launching on ShadeSwap and then uh, some, of the, some of the protocol and liquidity deals that we have recently closed and some that we're uh, potentially working on right now. Um, also, I just want to point out if anyone has any questions or if anyone wants to, to hop up here and chat with us about any of the things that we're talking about, any questions about privacy. Uh, in DeFi, please feel free to request. We'll bring you up here. Always happy to talk to individuals in the community. Um, you know, we love, we absolutely love feedback. Um, but just want to briefly touch on some of the uh, LPs we recently launched um, and some of the ones we're going to be launching in the near future. Uh, for anyone who saw our announcements last week, we recently launched uh, DYDX pool. First, we were actually the first uh, spot market for DYDX trading in the cosmos. Um, and, you know, additionally is the only place in the cosmos where you can privately trade DYDX. It's a really, really interesting uh, value proposition. And it's a great opportunity to, you know, share synergies with two communities um, who likely have a, a large overlap in interest, um, whether it be just, you know, this, is permissionless access to financial opportunities, leverage products, um, et cetera. We've seen a, a really, actually, encouraging amount of engagement from DYDX communities on Discord and Telegram, um, you know, with this opportunity, which has been great. Um, we're also going to be launching an upcoming TIA pool, which I know a lot of people over the past two weeks have been really excited and, and um, you know, heavily watching what uh, Celestia is doing. And we're really excited to be able to support, uh, you know, bridging to and from Celestia into secret network and be able to also be able to provide uh, the opportunity for individuals to provide liquidity, earn and trade their, uh, their TIA privately. Um, and I'll, I'll just stop right here, Carter, if you have anything you want to mention about, uh, you know, those two pools, if not, we we'll keep going. No, I, th I think that's a good rundown. I would just also mention that Secret Ethereum has been super successful so far. We've pulled in an additional, you know, two to three million dollars worth of, of, of ETH liquidity, I think, somewhere, somewhere around there. Um, so very successful pools in the last month. And we're going to continue to bring the pools that the, the community of traders uh, care about. Yep, 100%. Um, 
And I guess on that, you know, talking about pools that individuals really want to trade, uh, pools with uh, at, uh, pools for assets and protocols that we currently work with, we're integrated with, and we want to continue to build relationships with. Um, we really want to be able to support uh, assets like uh, or bigger um, support greater liquidity for assets like Stride, like Kuji, like AKT. Um, so these are these are a few pools that we're going to be working really, really hard on getting supported in the very near future. Um, we want to be able to do this in a way that benefits both protocols without, um, you know, both respective protocols having to overspend on emissions or, or you know, we basically want to create this as great of a trading opportunity as we can while minimizing expenditures for both shade and, you know, these partner protocols. And so we've got some really interesting um, adaptions to uh to some of the existing pol uh deal frameworks that we've uh that have been used in the past in the cosmos and and other ecosystems and so we're really excited to share more details about that once we have a few of these um kind of sealed the stride proposal is currently on chain and so far is passing from the looks of things um which is going to be super super exciting uh, essentially, the whole idea idea of this new liquidity deal we came up with is, you know, any given project has um, a lot of their own token, right? And so, what if you worked with another protocol to to make a market? You bring your side of the market, we bring our side of the market, and then we, you know, we drop it in an LP pool. And then, if at any given moment you want to withdraw from the liquidity deal, you can. And you get back only your tokens that you put into the pool. And then the other protocol keeps only their tokens. So I, I think the reason this is such an interesting concept is you don't need to pay mercenary capital to make a market if two protocols fully just team up together to bring the liquidity on each side. Now, the, there's been some other iterations of this that have advantages. So MantaDAO has really pioneered these kind of protocol-owned liquidity deals. And they, they, the way they've kind of structured it is you do an OTC where, okay, we're going to make a market together, but you know, you give us some of your tokens, we give you some of our tokens. Now we both kind of have joint ownership of each other's tokens, and then we can go to what we want with the tokens, right? Um, the advantage of that setup is you have, you have more exposure to the other project, which there's like huge, huge advantages uh, of that model as well. But the reason I kind of like this protocol liquidity matching model is uh, it's 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 kind of less exposure to the other project. You're only exposed through the impermanence loss of what happens with the trading pair, uh, as opposed to like having not only the impermanence loss but also kind of owning the token on the other side. Um, so it's 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 an interesting model, and and I think protocols are there's I think there's plenty of protocols out there that aren't super excited about the risks of an OTC and like swapping tokens with the partner versus just like teaming up to make a market with, with very clear exit clauses, um, I think is like a really, really clean liquidity setup. So our goal is to do this with every single quality Cosmos asset. Um, and Stride is the first one that's on chain. So we have a market with, you know, about $100,000 worth of shade Stride liquidity if, if all goes well, if that prop passes and we go through those follow-up steps. We'd love to do one with, you know, Akash, with with Kuji, with Jackal, um, like really with any Cosmos asset that's really well done. Why not have the Why not have the protocols team up and make the market? 
You don't have to spend emissions to, you're not paying external capital to come and make the pool because between the two protocols, you already have all the assets you need to make the market. So I think it's a really strong structure and we're going to be propagating this uh, as rapidly as possible. It, it, is, it is an experiment, so we don't for sure know how it's going to play out. We'll be monitoring it carefully. But if this works, I think the door is open um, for all Cosmos projects to aggressively team up together to make markets. Yep. And this, you know, from Shade's perspective, this allows us to, you know, be able to increase the amount of Shade liquidity uh, in the markets and also provides greater exposure and accessibility for all these partner products um, or, or uh, projects that we want to potentially partner with. And, and I do just want to, I guess, make it clear, you know, I, I think we, Carter, maybe I'm wrong here, but I think we might have been the first protocol to do a POL deal with Manta. Maybe we were the second. I think we were second. I think they did one with Kuji first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. And they did like OTC deals for like ETH and Bitcoin liquidity. So I would say we're probably one of the first external actors to the Kajira ecosystem that did did an OTC. Yeah, and that's and just to be clear, you know, we we really like the Mantidao team. Uh, Really happy with the POL deal that we did with them. We've seen some really great growth in that um, in that LP. I think we initially, at least on Shade Swap side, we had. 180k in TVL uh, when we initially launched that pool, and it's at like 320k, 340k TVL. So we've seen some really great growth, price uh, appreciation in that, and you know those are assets that the protocol uh, now owns. Um, but we're also really interested in seeing if uh, you know, seeing if this this process of being able to create greater accessibility for liquidity can be improved in a way that makes these partners that we're trying to work with feel more comfortable about the opportunity. Um, so I'm really, really excited about, um, about the opportunity here. So if anyone, uh, just uh, kind of shameless plug, if anyone is really excited about the prospect of stride, greater stride liquidity on ShadeSwap, being able to privately swap and earn with your stride, definitely go vote on the stride proposal um, in support of this. Much, much appreciate it. Um, yeah, and I think with that, Carter, we're uh, that's pretty much everything we wanted to talk about. Just a heads up, we had three more signups for the hackathon since <laughs> since I last mentioned it. So we're officially over fifty signups now, uh, which is great. I don't know if you guys in this uh, in this Twitter space are the ones signing up, but uh, it, this has been exciting. Just watching that number tick up, I've. Just been getting emails. <laughs> left and right. is, is in a full blown bull market right now. <laughs> Number go up. So I do want to go ahead and say this again. If anyone has any questions, if anyone wants to come up here and chat with us just for a few minutes, if you have questions or comments, concerns about Shade JS, any of um, you know these products, new products that are going to be joining our suite uh, in the near future. If anyone has any questions, wants to clarify anything. Please request. Always happy to have people up here to chat. Um, got a lot of familiar faces in the in the room tonight. Appreciate all of you guys coming here and listening to us. Um, you know, without without our community, we would pretty much be nothing. So appreciate all the work you guys have done, all the feedback everyone has given since uh, you know since we started this journey. I think Carter, I don't know if you remember the date you launched the white paper for Shade Protocol, but we got to be coming up on two years right now, right? Oh, we're, I, I believe we're past two years at this point, easily. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're two going on three years. 
getting getting old. We're we're reaching that toddler stage. I don't see any hands up, any requests. Um, Carter, Austin, I know you're still up here. You might just be listening, but is there anything you guys want to mention? Anything that's been on your mind about like what you're most excited about? Um, obviously, Austin, I know uh, you're much more heavily focused on the development side, but I'm just curious if there's anything you guys are excited about that we didn't talk about today um, or something that you're excited for us to focus on in the future. I can mention one other thing um, related to Shade.js that I forgot earlier. And that is that uh, not only did we build a library to make it easy to interact with uh, Shade contracts, we also added something else in there that's really cool. And that is that we've fully open sourced our asymmetric concentrated liquidity curve math, at least the, uh, the JavaScript version. And what that will allow you to do is uh, calculate inputs and outputs of swaps using our uh, stable swap pools. And in addition to that, we built out an example router, uh, route optimizer, so that you can calculate multiple hops through um, our pools. So in a matter of like two or three queries, you can get all the shade swap data and then import input that into um, our route calculator function. And yeah, you can determine the output of hops through multiple pools. And that's a combination of constant product and stable swap pools, which is which is another really, really cool feature. So I hope people take a look at that and go and start using that router or modify it, use a, use their own version of it. And um, yeah, just start start building different UIs, aggregators, whatever. Uh, yeah, integrations of our of our of our decks would be would be awesome, and we'll. I'm happy to answer any questions or help uh, as you're getting into that code too. Yeah, as a follow up, Austin, if people do have questions, because I know we've already had a few secret network developers um, talking with you to ask questions. Where uh, where can people do this best? Obviously, we have our Discord, we have Dev Channel in our Discord. So anyone who's currently in our Discord. Um, you know, can tag any of our moderators, Austin's in there, Carter's in there, I'm in there. Um, but if there's if there's a better place for people to to contact you or to ask questions, um it, it you know, what what do you think would be best? Yeah, I I don't spend a ton of time on Discord. I probably should uh be in there a little bit more. Um but uh probably Twitter uh reaching out to me there would be would be the best spot. Uh, I'm also on Telegram in our community channels uh pretty frequently so those would be the two best spots awesome so you heard it here folks if you guys have any questions regarding um the utilization of this open sdk open source sdk for interacting with the shade contracts feel free to reach out to austin on uh telegram also if you have any questions you can always tag our moderators and they'll get get questions to the right individuals so um feel free to ask questions we're we are always welcoming questions, criticism, compliments, all of the above. You know, we want to know what we're doing well, and we also want to know what we're doing really bad so that we can fix it, you know. Well, I think with that, we can officially wrap it up just three minutes shy of going the full hour. We don't have any questions or anybody uh, raising their hand to come up on the stage. So just want to reiterate to everyone here, thank you all for joining today. We had a great crowd today. Um, Love seeing all the familiar faces in here. It's very, very encouraging. Um, we've got a really, really bright and busy future ahead of us uh, closing out Q4. 
got like 45 days. We're trying to launch, uh, got a few different products slated to potentially be launched by the end of Q4, at least two that I know of that we're trying to get out the door. Um, and those will include incentivized test net. So anyone who was around before we launched Shade Swap and Shade Lend. We did a massive incentivized test net that saw over 5,000 people participating, over 9,000 submissions that we combed through in order to improve the UX, the functionality of Shade Swap and Shade Lend and Silk. We're going to be launching a similar incentivized test net for both uh, Money Market and D Shade, which is the other, the liquid staking derivative for Shade. Uh, once those are ready to go and be in full UAT uh, <clears throat> in full UAT mode or user uh, acquisition testing mode, um, so you know individuals who are looking to get that first glimpse of what this is going to look like, what it's going to feel like, keep your eyes peeled for those announcements on the launch of the incentivized test net. It'll probably be closer to the start of uh, to the start of December, uh, like start to beginning of December. Um, but we'll keep you guys updated on when those uh, developments are happening and what the timelines are for those. Um, I just wanted to add that as a last <clears throat> little addition. Um, just want to again say thank you all to everyone who who is here today. Carter, you have any last uh, last words you want to mention before we close it out? Well, just it's it's uh, it's gratifying to be able to continue to build and be resilient. Um, the the conviction about what we're doing here, I actually feel like is more intense now than it was six months ago because because of kind of the slowly gaining product market fit and, and seeing what this cohesive suite can look like and seeing this open source ecosystem begin to emerge on top of shade this this next year. There's just a lot to be hopeful about. Um, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, like shade is super undervalued. It's this and that. Um, and just know, like from our perspective, what we're excited about is 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 building products for for you guys and building this permissionless, unstoppable ecosystem. Um, and you can count on us to keep keep chipping away. The Austins of the world put in countless sleepless hours. Uh, people like him are a hero, and there's other developers on the team too. So huge shout out to them. Um, and excited to see November and December how much we can push out for you guys. It's going to be great. And with that, I think we can officially close it. Thank you again, everyone. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening into our updates. And we'll see you around the community. If you're not already in our uh, Telegram and our Discord or you're not following us on Twitter, go ahead and do that. That's where you're going to see all the announcements coming out. If you want to stay up to date with everything that's going on in Privacy Preserving DeFi, make sure to join our communities. And make sure to ask questions. You know, Say hello. There's a lot of people who are really active in our communities that really love sharing this, you know, their ideas and this vision for what uh, we're, what the future of what we're building is going to look like. So um, yeah, I can't wait to see more and more people join our community and, you know, increase the activity for people who are, or, you know, increase activity within our communities of people who are really, really bullish on privacy preserving DeFi. And with that, we can close it out. Thank you again, everyone. As we like to say, there is always room in the shade. Have a great day, everyone. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see 
what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear, flexing broken knives I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knives And then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality Stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Eats Tearing apart your community all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.